84-year-old Maryland Congressman Steny Hoyer announced yesterday that he will run for re-election. Steny, man, you know you're old when your name doesn't even exist anymore. It's like having a congressman named Ramses. Ah, Ramses, a Ramses joke. You don't get Ramses jokes very often. On late night television, and for good reason, I might add. However, uh, Steny, I don't think Steny was a name when he was born either. I... It has always been slightly mysterious, but to just notice it now after 58 years. Well, well, well. Gosh, is it hump day already? Yes, it is. You know what that means? Hillary waking up once again face down in a pool of her own dried vomit on her linoleum kitchen floor, one of their many multi-million dollar mansions. They're of the people, you know. With an empty one-gallon cardboard box of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay next to her. The Secret Service standing over her arms akimbo. Tisk tisking. So sad. What might have been, what might have been. But, but Hillary Clinton's life, alas, is a tragedy. And not a comedy. Well, it's a little bit comedic. It's somewhat comedic. You can't, can't say there's no comedy in there because there's some. Everybody knows that. And so welcome back once again to our humble radio broadcast. We remain at 888 888- Six three zero nine six two five eight 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 six three zero nine six two five is the telephone number here. And I uh, I was reading the Washington Post today. It's something that I do so that no one else has to, and it seems to be working out because you know that the Washington Post is losing a hundred million dollars a year. Now it's owned by Ramses. It's I mean it's owned by Jeff Bezos. You know Doctor Evil. He is the uh, model, the original model for Doctor Evil, and um. Jeff Bezos is losing $100 million a year. That's not a very good business venture, is it? You buy a newspaper, and, uh, of course, who really bought the newspaper, honestly? He, uh, Bezos got, what did he got? Uh, he got, uh, I'm doing this from memory now, I think a $6 billion contract with the CIA, and then a short time later he bought the Washington Post for like $300 million or something like that, so... Who uh, really? Who bought the? Who owns the? Who runs the? The uh, Jeff Bezos, Doctor Evil, with his shaved head and his his little pinky finger up against the corner of his mouth all the time. He's uh, and he's losing a hundred million dollars a year, but he's buying influence. So what's the problem there? But in any event, I was because uh, it's all about the Democrat Party, the left, and they got these billionaires. It's the it's the merger of uh, billionaire information oligarchs in particular, and the Democrat Party, which does conform with Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism, if anybody's interested in, you know, keeping up with the times and everything. So we got that going. But in any event, I digress. I was reading the Washington Post, and they've got a a story of sorts on Fannie Willis, the uh, anti-Trump radical left-wing extremist prosecutor who's corrupt in Atlanta, Georgia, who uh, dragged everybody in for mugshots, senior government officials, former president of the United States, because she's a little tin pot fascist and, you know, uh, she would throw all of her, uh, you know, the evil enemies of the Democrat Party would be in prison because they're not liberals, they're the left. Uh, Speaking of which, I 
I saw that Putin's uh, enemy, and I've been talking about this guy a little bit, Putin's enemy that Putin threw in jail, he's been found uh, in a in a, a Russian prison. I think it's in Siberia, right? And, uh, and that's okay because, uh, you know, that's what the left does with their political enemies, honestly. So the... Uh, I've got an update for you on that. And also, the name of the prison made me laugh this morning. That's right, the name of the, of the prison that uh, Putin has thrown his political enemy into is a little bit funny because the Democrats uh, and Putin have a lot in common. Same playbook. It's, uh, it's crazy. But I want to update you on that because... And also, when I heard the name of the prison, you know what I thought of? I thought of Nancy Pelosi's freezer. Nancy Pelosi's freezer. Yeah, that's right. That's what I thought of. So, so I got that. I'll update you on that. But I was reading the Washington Post today, and um, they got a story on Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis is the anti-Trump prosecutor in Atlanta, Fulton County, Georgia. And she is carrying on a jihad uh, against President Trump because she didn't vote for him. And the Democrat Party is the left, and they're a lynch mob. Democrat Party was always the party of lynching black people from trees with ropes and uh, all that stuff, and Jim Crow and all that. And they're, they're still out to get Clarence Thomas. They are, are relentless in their pursuit, pursuit of uh, Clarence Thomas. It's quite fanatical. They're the party of racism. Joe Biden didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. Senator uh, KKK, you know, uh, Sheets. Uh, Sheets, Bird, Robert Bird from West Virginia, founded the KKK in West Virginia. It was the exalted Cyclops and a colleague of Joe Biden. And all that's no problem. Uh, but l- let me get back because Fannie Willis, she's the prosecutor, and she hired her boyfriend who was married, and she's paid him at least $654,000 over the last two years to prosecute Trump. And she is the one that approves the paychecks that go to her boyfriend, who was a lawyer that had never prosecuted a felony, but she brought in her boyfriend, who she's having sex with, a married man. And, uh, and then they're going on vacation together to the Caribbean and to California and to Florida and uh, what Napa Valley in California, going on vacation together. And it's all being paid for because Fannie Willis is funneling hundreds of thousands of dollars to her boyfriend, who is uh, leaving his wife. And this is all fine with uh, the news media because our news media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America. And that's really the linchpin. I use the word linchpin, see that? Uh, That's the linchpin for the Democrat Party. That is the key to the Democrat Party, information dominance. The Democrat Party controlling the message in the United States of America. And the Washington Post today has got a story that says that those terrible Republicans are only singling out Fannie Willis not because she's having sex with the lawyer that she's funneling hundreds of thousands of dollars to who's never prosecuted a felony case, and he was put in charge of the Trump prosecution. And now we learned that this guy had meetings at the White House, long meetings at the White House. Why, why was he? Is there coordination going on between the White House and the Democrats that are prosecuting President Trump around the country? Well, it looks like there is, and it looks like there's evidence of that, but never mind all that. And then the Washington Post, Fannie Willis is a, a black woman. So the Washington Post claims today that the only reason anyone is raising an eyebrow or uh, anyone has an issue with this is because she's a black woman. If she were a straight white man, then no one would point this out because racism, you know, 
America terrible, all that stuff. That's because they're the racists and they're projecting their own racism on everybody else all the time. And that reminded me when I saw that this morning of Claudine Gay at the Harvard University who had to go because of how many uh, instances of plagiarism. I believe there are more than 50 allegations before we were done and she only had 13 papers to refer to. 50 allegations in 13 papers of plagiarism. Oh yeah, Joe Biden uh, uh, plagiarizing again too. We've got that coming. But Claudine Gay uh, then claimed that, and she herself in her much too long letter about herself, she, uh, she said the only reason she's being targeted is because she's a black person with a certain kind of genitalia. Um, you know, keep in mind that if your genitals don't define your gender, if your genitals don't define your gender, and the Democrats say that your genitals don't define your gender, it's your thoughts, it's your fantasies, it's your mental illness that uh, can define your gender. If your genitals don't define your gender, then how can removing your genitals affirm your gender? Huh. That's a question for the Democrats. And if you ask them that, they'll fall down a flight of stairs because they have no answer to that. All right, back to the Democrat racists. So the Washington Post says that the only reason Fannie Willis is being targeted while funneling hundreds of thousands of dollars to her boyfriend and the meetings at the White House and and the trips being paid for with uh, taxpayer dollars because Fannie Willis approves the payments to her boyfriend and then they go on vacation together with that money and that's no problem and they're political radicals and he is at the White House meeting with the White House counsel more than one meeting at the at the White House for him that's a conspiracy that's collusion but uh, never mind the rule of law for which they have no regard and so uh, Fannie Willis targeted only because she's a woman of color Claudine Gay at Harvard targeted only because she's a woman of color. Never mind that destroy the Jewish people thing. Never mind the raging anti-Semitism on Harvard's campus about which she did virtually nothing. Uh, Never mind her smug, smirky testimony where she blew off questions about the genocidal racism on her campus that she allowed to run free. Never mind that. Uh, I got an update on MIT today, too, and the the president of MIT, who has not stepped down, but I've got an update on that. Never mind her up to 50, maybe more, allegations of plagiarism. Uh, never mind that. It's because she's a black woman. It's, it's check the box. This is DEI. This is critical race theory. This is the radical left-wing Marxist ideology uh, being trotted out. And that reminded us, talking to Michael Piercy this morning, of the mayor of Chicago, who is, uh, let's go, Brandon Johnson, who just last week said that the only reason that Greg Abbott is sending illegals to Chicago and New York is because Chicago and New York have black mayors. If there were white mayors or Hispanic or Asian mayors or maybe aboriginal uh, mayors, then Greg Abbott, the implication being, would not send illegal aliens to Chicago and New York, even though they're self-declared sanctuary cities and they pretend to have open arms for these matters, but they're lying about that too because they said something, so it was a lie, right? So the uh, mayor of Chicago is crying racism that illegal aliens are being dropped off there. Claudine Gay at Harvard is crying racism because she was caught plagiarizing scores of times and she has this kill the Jews problem on her campus about which she did nothing. And now Fannie Willis in Atlanta, the Washington Post is saying is only 
uh, in trouble because she's a black woman. And now at the same time, the Democrats can vilify and demonize uh, Dr. Ben Carson, a world-renowned pediatric, pediatric neurosurgeon, brain surgeon, never mind that, just as Clarence Thomas, one of the most accomplished Supreme Court justices in the history of the country. They can attack Candace Owens, who's an African-American woman, very lovely, conservative, and, uh, and they, can, they can crucify them, they can vilify them, they can smear and slander them, they can, they can torture them, they can do whatever they want. It's the high-tech lynching that just goes on and on by the Democrats and their media allies against African-Americans who are conservatives. And, I mean, who you want to hang out with, Clarence Thomas, Ben Carson, and Candace Owens, uh, or you want to hang out with Claudine Gay, Fannie Willis, and uh, the mayor of Chicago, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon Johnson. Honestly, uh, you want the sane people, and I know which category the, the, uh, that is. And, and uh, let me say this, too. If And this is the Democrat Party's identity politics, DEI, critical race theory game, is that they find, you know, one-legged uh, lesbian alutes and put them in office and then say, you can't be critical of them because they're one-legged lesbian alutes. And you can't be critical of a one-legged person or a lesbian or an alute. Uh, that's like an Eskimo or something. You know? And uh, you can't be critical of somebody unless they're men. And if they're men and they're gay, like, uh, you know, Mayor Pete, boot edge edge, can't be critical of him. He's gay, right? See, because you got to check a box. And if you don't check a box. So the reality is you, you can't run a government if the people and the press can't be critical of and, and hold the elected officials accountable. So they're creating a world where you can really only have straight white males in positions of authority because they're the only people you can be critical of. You can't be, let's go, Brandon Johnson is, is a black man, so he's a man, and he's straight as far as I know, but he's black, so you can't be critical of him, you can't do anything to him. Mayor Eric Adams in New York, I think he's straight, he's a man, but he's black, and anything that happens to him that is anything he's got to deal with as mayor, you know, perfectly in the job description, is because he's black and you're a racist. See, that's they just scream racism. And again, you got to keep in mind, this is the party of the Confederate States of America. Uh, you know, they're tearing down the Reconciliation Memorial at Arlington National Cemetery because they don't believe in reconciliation. They believe in firing on Fort Sumter. Joe Biden the other day saying Donald Trump wants all-out war. And then a bunch of Democrats went and looted Oh, did you see uh, they attacked, Democrats attacked another military cemetery, this one in Los Angeles, spray paint vandalizing because they love Hamas and radical Islamic terrorists. The Democrat Party is the party of chaos, anarchy, crime, mayhem, child sexual abuse, only if it's LGBTQ. Well, not only, you know, because honestly, they got Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, there's a funny Bill Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein story today, too. And we are at 888-630-9625, only scratching the surface on what the Democrats have given me today. More money for Iran, because the Democrats love terrorism. You know how they are. Our border and the terror watch list. Ray Epps, Chicago Public Schools. This is an amazing story. And the Secretary of Defense. Where is he? He might be with Matt Lauer somewhere. Nobody knows. Where in the world is Lloyd Austin? 
all-out war is what Trump wants. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, oh, so many questions uh, hanging. Now, let's, uh, let's take a phone call, Michael. Let's go to talk to the nice people. Let's talk to Jeff calling from Hagerstown, Maryland. Jeff, Jeff, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Thank you for letting me lead off today. So um, I think Hillary is more of a uh, TJ Swan stepping out or a Bally High kind of chick uh, for those of us who drank early in the 70s as teenagers. Uh, Now to uh, my question, um, I heard the guy this morning, I don't remember his name on Larry's show, saying that the left may do whatever they possibly can to throw Trump in jail. I'd like to get your thoughts on uh, this question. Do you think that Obama and the uh, rest of them will sick the military on them as a last-ditch effort. Uh, I'd like to hear your uh, answer on that. Then I have a real quick reference afterwards. Well, I uh, the, the clock is running on me, but the uh, using the military would be quite a stretch. Then we'd really be a full-blown banana republic. But the left is here. There is no doubt about it. And, and let me say this. Uh, this is the left. They're not liberals. And, uh, we, you know, they're like Ecuador. You see these people take over a TV station. I want to get to that, too. Uh, I don't think that the military could be used, uh, but these guys will do anything by any means necessary, by hook or by crook. Um, I would put nothing past them, that's for sure. But the Secret Service might not allow it because he's entitled to protection for life. Now, Jeff, I'm uh, sorry I ran out the clock on you there. I know you had one more thing you wanted to wanted to say, but Jeff uh, raising questions about President Trump and the Democrats trying to jail their political enemies, former President of the United States, on 90-some-odd trumped-up charges in New York and Atlanta with radical Democrat left-wing extremist prosecutors that hire their boyfriends and funnel them hundreds of thousands of dollars, $654,000 to, to Fannie Willis's boyfriend, who had uh, apparently never prosecuted a felony case, much less anything of any significance. Uh, but pay no attention to any of that because, you know, they're the Democrats. And the news media is attacking anyone that would be critical of Fannie Rice, for uh, Fannie, Fannie Willis, for funneling hundreds of thousands of dollars to her boyfriend while going on vacation with the taxpayer dollars that she is approving. For her boyfriend, $654,000 over two years uh, since January two years ago. And, um, and the Washington Post says any criticism of her is racist and sexist. And they don't care what the facts of the case are. They don't care what the evidence is. 
They just, oh, and they also had a funny one where they said without evidence, you know how they love that without evidence thing. But uh, back to what Jeff was talking about. You think the left and the Obama people, and it's the Obama people that are in charge of the country uh, behind the curtain because Joe Biden is a sock puppet who doesn't know what month it is. Uh, Will they use the military to grab President Trump and put him in prison? Well, you look at what they've done so far. Uh, and I would put nothing past them because they're not liberals. This is the left. Make no mistake, they're the left like in any other country in the world, and they are here now, and they have successfully taken over the Democratic Party and the campuses at Harvard and, and MIT and University of Pennsylvania and maybe your neighborhood high school as well, uh, and they're spreading madness from gender dysphoria in first grade uh, to, well, yeah, a majority of young people educated by the left believe that socialism is better than capitalism. 51% believe that socialism is better than capitalism. And I would literally give a bunch of them free plane tickets to Venezuela if they would agree to never come back or even agree to stay there for one year. You want a vacation in Venezuela? I'll give you a plane ticket. But they don't, uh, they don't want to do that. Now, would they use the military, Jeff wanted to know? I'm not sure that the military would be able to follow in order to uh, incarcerate, uh, capture, kidnap, and jail the former president of the United States. That would be an illegal order based on that that description of what we're talking about here. And uh, who knows with, uh, Chris, we don't know where our Secretary of Defense is, so we don't know who's making decisions. He's in the hospital, apparently, Walter Reed, but that's a secret. We learned that it was his prostate, prostate cancer, which they were keeping a secret from us. And he had a prostatectomy, which you don't want to have. It's not an easy access gland and it becomes, uh, you know, something of an issue. But he went in for what they said was an elective procedure. When you've got prostate cancer as, yeah, I've decided to have my cancer treated. Yeah, it's an elective procedure. Sure. In what country, I don't know. But never mind that. Uh, Would the military be involved in something like that? Again, I would put nothing past the cast of characters that has been assembled by the left to uh, lead our government. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. Uh, But at the same time, I started to say, Jeff, and I ran the clock out on myself, that the president of the United States and the former president of the United States entitled to lifelong secret service protection. Now, how exactly would this work? If a former president of the United States, let's say Barack Obama, were sentenced to life in prison for targeting and killing American citizens overseas, which he did without due process, and Barack Obama were grabbed at an airport by the FBI and put in leg restraints and handcuffs, and Barack Obama were thrown into a cold prison cell where John Hinckley was was detained for a period of time in Washington, D.C., uh, which is what happened uh, to one of President Trump's allies. Uh, but never mind that. It's, a, it's an amazing world. What the left is doing to the United States of America, they're having their way with the United The left, the international left, the real left, is having their way with our judicial system, our Justice Department. They want to pack the Supreme Court. They want to pack the Senate. These are extremely corrupt people, and they need to be stopped. And, uh, you know, the ballot box is the way that we do that. 
The Democrats burn our cities from coast to coast. We have one little dust up for an hour or two. Oh, it's such a big deal. Eh. Uh, but never mind that. I don't, uh, Jeff, I don't think the Secret Service, and it'd be an interesting situation if the, let's say, Barack Obama's in prison for life without parole for killing American citizens overseas without due process in drone strikes, which he did. Uh, they're Muslims, and but uh, setting that aside for the moment, he's in prison for life. What does the Secret Service do? They must, they're required by law to provide Secret Service protection to former president, now convict in prison for life, Barack Obama. So what does the Secret Service do in the prison? Do they, um, you know, uh, rent the cells on either side of Barack Obama to keep him safe in prison? How does that go? But... With that in mind, another story that popped today got my attention, and I was thinking about the left here in the United States trying to imprison their political enemies, and they're targeting their political enemies all over the country. Um, I was reminded naturally of their ally, their natural ally, Vladimir Putin, a former KGB officer, a former Stasi officer. And Vladimir Putin has a political enemy in Russia, as you might imagine, who he has thrown in prison. And it's fascinating because he's been thrown in prison for the charge of extremism. Alexei Navalny is his name. Alexei Navalny, a political rival of Vladimir Putin. And Putin did what commies do. He threw his political rival, Alexei Navalny, in prison for 19 years you know, which uh, reminds me that the Proud Boys boss, a, a uh, an African-American, Cuban-American, a minority, a person of color, a member of two protected groups, was thrown in prison for 22 years. Enrique Torrio, because of January 6th, but Enrique Torrio was in Baltimore on January 6th. He, he wasn't even there. And they put him in prison for 22 years. Whereas we caught a uh, Navy senior enlisted man, Chinese-American, selling for cash money military secrets to communist China. And he was given 27 months, 27 months in jail because the Democrats. Also, Ray Epps, we learned yesterday, who was inciting violence on January 5th and inciting violence on January 6th at the scene of the riot. He wasn't in a hotel room in Baltimore. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. And the Trump supporters... Trump supporters are yelling no and yelling fed, 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 accusing him of being a federal federal agent, Right. Uh, Now there's a member of Congress, by the way, who says that there were more than 200 FBI operatives in the crowd that day. Member of Congress investigating says there were more than 200 FBI operatives in the crowd on January 6th at the Capitol. Uh, We're living in a very corrupt country. Our FBI is very corrupt. Our Justice Department has been corrupted by the left. Our intelligence community has been corrupted by the left. Um, And Ray Epps yesterday was given... 
no jail time, one year probation, which is nothing. It's not even a slap on the wrist. It's a kiss on the hand. And that's what Ray Epps got. And the media is attacking what they call right-wing conspiracy theorists as the Democrats add yet another chapter to the conspiracy or the conspiracy theory, if you prefer, that we have a two-tiered system of justice. And Ray Epps there is inciting violence. I didn't see uh, any video of Enrique Tarrio inciting violence. And he got 22 years in prison because he's an enemy of the state, right? Didn't Joe Biden call us enemies of the state last week? And Joe Biden is accusing everyone of being extremists, extremists. And this is the rhetoric of the left, not of the Democratic Party of John F. Kennedy or of, of even Bill Clinton. This is extremist rhetoric. There's something dangerous happening in America now. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. Right. The MAGA movement. Right. Not every Republican, not even a majority of Republicans, adhere to the MAGA's extremist ideology. Trying to, trying to create political division, and it's an extremist movement. Don't share our values. Extremist, and it's the MAGA movement. Then he tries to sow division in the Republican Party because he's a, a dumb commie, but he'll read whatever the commies put in front of him, whatever is on his cue card. Now, that reminds me again of the Putin rival, Alexei Navalny, because we just learned that he is in a prison above the Arctic Circle, that is a part of the old, old Soviet gulag system in a tiny punishment cell because this is what commies do, and they're here. The behavior is here. The playbook is here, right? Have a, an Obama administration State Department official testifying under oath that, you know, they, uh, they do uh, what they accuse you of doing, and that's the Russian playbook, and the Democrats are using it here every day. Russian opposition leader Navalny says he's in a good mood, despite harsh conditions at Polar Wolf Prison. It's called the Polar Wolf Prison. When I heard that, I thought, isn't that the name of Nancy Pelosi's freezer? Isn't her freezer with the $19 a pint ice cream called the Polar Wolf uh, freezer. I could be wrong. Jailed Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has been uh, making light of the harsh conditions he's experiencing in a Siberian penal colony. Nobody knew where he was for weeks, including his family and his friends. Navalny, who stood as the most significant opposition to President Vladimir Putin in recent years, posted an update on X via his lawyers about the IK3 Penal Colony. It's actually got a funnier name than that, too. Oh, but it's also known as Polar Wolf. Polar Wolf. This is where Nancy Pelosi keeps her ice cream. In Karp, K-H-A-R-P, in northern Russia, considered one of the country's toughest and harshest prisons. He was located at the prison by his lawyers on Christmas Day, nearly three weeks after his team lost contact with him after he had failed to appear in court via video link for a scheduled hearing, kicking off a desperate search for him. And three weeks later, they found him in Polar Wolf, the prison called Polar Wolf, right? And again, uh, Democrats, I think they pay like $30,000 for the Polar Wolf freezer in which 
they placed their $16 a pint ice cream. So uh, jailed Putin critic Alexei Navalny put in a tiny punishment cell at his Arctic prison after the Russian opposition leader, quote, refused to introduce himself in line with protocol. So they put him in uh, the Arctic Wolf prison because, why? Because of extremism. That's the charge that Putin slapped on him and then he was naturally found guilty because it's all a kangaroo court like having a D.C. jury or a D.C. grand jury or an Atlanta grand jury under Fannie Willis judging President Trump. But the charge here is extremism. This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. Check the playbook because they follow it to a letter, to a T. Navalny has been in prison since returning to Russia in 2021. Authorities immediately arrested him and, and later sentenced him to 19 years in prison on extremism charges. Extremism charges. And isn't it fascinating that Joe Biden is using the same language at the same time, the Daily Mail reports that he is behind bars of prison official Snow Wolf. It's officially called FKUIK3 Penal Colony. What do you think they call it for short? Uh, it's uh, north of the Arctic Circle. And he refused to introduce himself in line with protocol, with protocol so they put him in a punishment cell because this is what commies do. And if you're uh, looking around the waterfront here in the United States, you might start to see some similarities because this is, this is not the way America does politics, but it is the way the left does politics all over the world. This is the way the left has been doing politics for generations now. But in the United States, the Democrat Party wasn't really a communist party. Never mind Barack Obama mentored by Frank Marshall Davis of the Communist Party. Never mind that Barack Obama made Communist Party voter John Brennan the CIA director. And then he, he the Communist Party voter, John Brennan, corrupted our presidential election in 2020 with that letter from 51 skewing our election, tampering in our election. Never mind that. Never mind Van Jones, a self-described communist, was proudly bought in, brought into the, the Obama-Biden White House. Never mind that their tactics and techniques are identical to those of Vladimir Putin. I think the Washington Post would probably say I was racist for saying this because that's what they do. All right, let's, uh, I got, we got Chris Matthews showed up out of his hole in the ground and he's as crazy as ever. And MSDNC is as demented as always, but let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Nick calling from Percival, Virginia. Nick, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm just great. Thank you. Chris, um, a little amendment to your uh, monologue, and uh, you know, if you are conservative Republican, you could be a woman or black or you know a uh, transgender Australian Aboriginal, and still be criticized. And that's the uh, the difference. You know, 
the identity politics are kind of a one-way dead-end street. You know, it ends where uh, you are conservative Republican. You know, I uh, would you walk down the streets of Washington D.C. with a red hat on? Yeah, right. It, uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be a mega hat, a MAGA hat, <laughs> but you know that's just the way it is. Um, so the uh, so the uh, yeah. Lindsey Graham, Vivek, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Larry Elder—they're all criticized because they're conservative, but they do fit the identity politics whole. They just don't. They can't fit it in. Are you yeah, suggesting, sure. Nick, that the left has double standards? Absolutely, Chris. I think <laughs> you've mentioned that once or twice. Yes, were it not for double standards, uh, liberals would have no standards at all. And uh, I was, when I started talking about this, I did mention that if, you know, you're Candace Owens, a lovely African-American woman who's conservative, they eviscerate her at every turn. Dr. Ben Carson, a world-renowned pediatric neurosurgeon, uh, they attack him and smear him and slander him, and they bring black people on MSNBC, uh, who are the real Uncle Toms, who call Dr. Ben Carson an Uncle Tom because he has American values and Western values, in the and he's rooted in the 21st century, as opposed to the left going around tearing down statues of William Penn in Pennsylvania. They were stopped, apparently, for now, tearing down the Reconciliation Memorial at uh, Arlington National Cemetery. Uh, but if you're Clarence Thomas... They, uh, you know, the high-tech lynching started more than 30 years ago, and it continues to this day unabated because they are the party of slavery and plantations and the Confederate States of America, of the KKK and Jim Crow and of lynching, of the soft bigotry of low expectations, and they're also the party of double standards. Got to keep that in mind at all times. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.